0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 1, Chapter 9, on Obedience and Submissiveness. To stand at your post under obedience to live at the disposal of a superior, what a blessing it is. How much less dangerous to be obeying orders than to be giving them. And yet there are plenty of people who live under obedience because they have to, not from any love of it. Such people find it irksome and are always ready to complain of their position. Believe me, They will have no sense of freedom until they learn to make a wholehearted surrender of self for the love of God. Roam about as you will. Never will you find rest without humble surrender to the will of a superior. The idea that you can find it by drifting about from one monastery to another is a common one, but it is only a dream. True enough, we all like to have our own way. And we all have a preference for the people whose views agree with our own. But the divine presence is among us. We must aim at peace. And with that aim in view, each of us will have to sacrifice now and again his own way of thinking. After all, the wisest of us is not omniscient. And it is a pity to be so sure about our own point of view that you never listen to other people's. Quite possibly you are right. But if you forget about that and let the other man have his way for the love of God, you'll have made the most of the situation. How often I have heard the truth acknowledged that there is more safety to be found in taking advice than in giving it. A man's judgment may be as sound as you will, but if he cannot bring himself to agree with others when there is good reason, and the nature of the case demands it, it's a sure sign of pride and obstinacy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you remember in the book on St. Philip Neri that we read, how he was very often seen to be taking advice from people? He loved to try to find out what other people thought. He loved to try to accommodate himself to their point of view. St. Philip Neri read this book, The Imitation of Christ, and he lived very strongly many of its teachings, including the one we just heard about tonight. Think about how Saint Philip stayed in Rome for 60 years. Think about when he founded the Oratorians, he gave them a kind of stability, not by vow or by some kind of external bond, but that they would intend to stay in one place their whole life. We always tend to think the grass is greener on the other side. I could only be with that person, or if I could only be with this person, or if I only had that job, or in the case of the reading tonight, which is very much geared to monks, if I could only be in that monastery over there, then I'd be at peace. Then I'd be happy. In other words, the temptation he's describing primarily for monks is a temptation that's very human. There is a Dominican theologian who was once a novice master in a european country and he used to say when he was a novice master that novices would often get sick during their novitiate there's the beginners and he found over time there was a certain kind of sickness that was a result of their souls not surrendering to god's will and there would be a kind of overflow into their body And this priest used to tell them, my son, you must say to God, you must try to realize this is my life. Stop trying to find a different life. Stop trying to live a life that you wish you had. No, this is your life. Live the life you have now. Accept it. Embrace it. Surrender to God's will for the love of him. St. Philip used to say that we have to compromise sometimes. We have to condescend sometimes. He would condescend to his doctors even. Instead of forcing his own will, he would condescend and let other people have their way. That's one version of it. But ultimately, we have to let God have his way. We cannot be in one vocation one state of life and be constantly wishing for another no peace comes from aligning our will with god's will it may not be what we dreamed of it may not have been what we always imagined we'd be doing but god knows us better than we knew ourselves God knows what's truly best for us. We don't really know what's best for ourselves. We think we sometimes do, but in fact, we don't really know what will make us truly happy. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know how our life is connected fully to other people. And so we have to follow him step by step, day by day. We have to follow the kindly light that God is leading us with. Lead kindly light, St. John Henry used to say. Lead kindly light. If we want more light, and that is, if we want to have more clarity, then follow the lights we've been given. Be faithful to what you've been shown, and God will show you more. For he who's faithful in small things will be faithful in much. Now, why don't we wanna be docile? Why don't we wanna be obedient? Usually it's pride and vainglory. We don't want to seem less than other people. And one way we don't appear less than other people is by indirectly resisting their will. If we resist them, then we're kind of showing that we're great. If we follow them, we seem to ourselves to be less. If we're obstinate in our opinions, never willing to go along with another guy's opinion, even though it's got a good reason behind it, it's a sign of vainglory. We have to think if we submit our minds to them, we'll be appear less. We think by being obstinate, we appear great. That's just pride, just vainglory. We're here to follow reason, good reasons. And other people can have good reasons too. And even if we're right, if we sometimes condescend and go along with other people, then maybe guess what might happen later on? They might say, oh man, you were right. (laughs) And great. But if we're always having the last word, always having to enforce our way, not only do we, do we risk missing out on some great truth and harmony and peace, but we alienate people. We alienate them. But what does God want? God wants us to live in peace. He wants the mystical body of Christ to be united. And peace can exist with difference of opinions about things. We don't have to all agree on everything. Peace is about our wills coming together, of living in harmony, accepting certain differences, and living together in love, serving one another, sacrificing our wills for the good of the whole out of love for God. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us with true charity to love peace, the peace of the church, a peace founded on truth, yes but peace also found in self-sacrifice. For he who loses his life finds it. He finds it in the whole of the church. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.